Today, I want to talk about political truth. I'm Robert Affalter. And with all the fighting that we're seeing, the, taking 15 times or whatever it took to, to elect a Speaker of the House of Representatives, we've got a lot of fighting, not only among Republicans, but among Democrats, among, between Republicans and Democrats. And I'm tired of it. <laughs> and what I'd like to see is us return to political truth. And I, I think, I don't know that it's even the return, but I read this book, Pentonomics by Rick Raddatz, and it just made sense to me. I created some slides today. And if you're just listening to this, it's gonna be fine. But if you're watching on Spotify, you'll actually get to, to look at the slides. And the first one just says political truth. But what we wanna go through is, what is it that we really want? What could we all agree on? And Rick says there's five basic freedoms. And what we want is freedom from individual theft. That's the first one. The second one is freedom from government waste. The third one is freedom from political oppression. The next one is freedom from foreign invasion. And the last one is we want all four of those freedoms for future generations. We want this to be sustainable. Now, how do we know that that's all there is? Well, in his book, Rick goes through a Genesis experiment, which I thought was just genius. So he says, first imagine there's a world with no people on it. And then you just add one. Well, there's nobody fight with. All this one person can do is private action. And there's nobody to steal from because he owns everything. He's the only person on the earth. So it might be sharing it with animals, et cetera, but as far as people go, it's the only person. So we're calling that private action. Now, what if we add one person? Do we get any new action? Well, each of them can act individually as private actions. And now for the first time, they can they could steal from each other too. So we, we need to, to limit that or eliminate that if we can. So we're trying to eliminate theft. So that's where we got the weight, we freedom from individual theft. But for the first time, we have a new type of action. They can both work together for the common good. So if they both work together to help one, one side, that's still private action. If they both work together for the other side, that's still private action. But if they work together for the common good, or if they work together to pay for something that affects both of them equal, or affects all of society, that's public action. And then we have that for the first time with two people. So the problem with public action is we can have public action, but we could also have wasteful public action. So we might agree that we want something to happen, but we also should agree that we would like it to happen as efficiently as possible. The next thing that we have, if we add one more person, the new action that we get is political action. Suddenly two people can vote against the other person. If we have three people, two can vote against one and outvote them, and now suddenly our, our government action becomes political. And how do we stop that? How do we, how do we get freedom from political oppression? Well, we have to have checks and balances. And in most uh, political governments that I'm aware of, they have some form of checks and balances. In the United States, we have the Supreme Court, the president and the House of Representatives and the Senate. So we have a built into our system, but we have to make sure that these, these balances, checks and balances stay in place. And the next one, if you add one more action or one more person, 
you can have foreign action. So what I've got here is I've got two people in a group on the left and two people in a group on the top. And to each group, the other one is a foreigner. Now for, for the discussion for the book, he's talking about even within the United States, we're not necessarily, if you're talking about the United States, other countries are foreigners. But within the United States, you could have a, uh, an organization and anybody outside your organization would be foreign to your organization. But the point is, we want to be able to work with each other. And the best way to do that is ne to negotiate. We don't want to steal from one group or harm the other group. We want to negotiate how to work together. And finally, we had a fifth person. And we're talking about future action. That's the new thing that comes about, is we're actually thinking not just about ourselves today, but what happens tomorrow. And a good example, you know, we're not only talking about our children and our children's children, but we're talking about ourselves tomorrow. If I put up a stop sign today, the next time I come down the street, I'm gonna have to stop at the stop sign. So future action includes future Robert and tomorrow. Now, how do we achieve maximum good for everyone? And that's what we really want. But we're talking about these five freedoms. And it, I believe it all starts with understanding. If we think about all five of those things every and how anything we do is affected or affects those five things, if we only look at individual or private action and we don't think about government action, we don't think about political action, and we don't think about uh, foreign action we, we need, and future action, is it sustainable? We do things that, that alienate others and that could be stopped if we just thought about everything at once. We also need to have this understanding with civility. We have to respect each other. And if we all come around with the same understanding of what we want, I think we can do so with, with um, more civility. We can respect each other. And when we have civility, we can have better discussions. We can actually discuss what's going to be the, the best way to approach things to minimize harm and thereby maximizing good. And the final thing is then we negotiate. So we've got to negotiate what's what we think is going to be better than what we have today. And a big point of this <laughs> that so many seem to miss is we don't have to get it all right the first time. We just have to incrementally improve things so that we improve Tomorrow's a little better today than today. And once we get to tomorrow, we'll decide, okay, how much of that was unintended consequences, didn't quite go the way we thought it should, and we'll change it so that, we, so that the next day is a little better than the day before. And what we're looking for is incremental improvement. So what I want you to realize, if all this it makes sense to you, it makes so much sense to me, it all begins with us. We've got to start doing it and getting involved. So if this appeals to you, please share this with everyone you know. Go to the bottom when you see this, when you please like it, share it, comment on it, um, ask me questions about it. If you don't think it's right, put that comment too, and we'll try to answer those in future podcasts. All right, let me shut down the slides here now. I'm, I'm just gonna close off like this. Uh, and I'm going to put this, when I'm posting this around places, I'm going to add this to it. But for your benefit, I'm working with Rick Raditz, as I said, who, who wrote this book, came up with the idea of pentanomics. I think it's great. 
And I'm trying to get him to help me with a podcast on how to use pentanomics. And if you would like it, comment, share this video. I'd like to have, if I could have 100 people have watched it within a week, I can go to Rick and say, look, I think we've got some uh, traction here. Let's try the podcast and see what we can make happen. All right, I, I'm hoping you'll help me out with this. Please share it with everybody that you know. Let's see if we can't change the world. Thanks for watching and listening.